Shrewsbury Park. <laughs> Daisy keeps looking around, and I'm like, are there ghosts here? Yeah, there's ghosts everywhere. CBS is ghosts. <laughs> CBS is Blue Bloods, CBS followed by CBS is ghosts. I think CBS is ghosts is only a half hour show, so I think it's on earlier than Blue Bloods. Oh, Blue okay. Bloods, Blue Bloods closes the night. Yeah. Bow, wow, wow, wow. It's a, it's a back-to-back ghosts and then a Blue Bloods. Ooh, you're singing my <laughs> Your <song>. CBS tune. <laughs> yeah. I saw the commercial that showed ghosts. I was like, who the fuck possibly watched this show? And then I was on Twitter the other day, and one of the cast members, I, I do not follow any of these people. Somebody must have liked it, or maybe it was like a trending thing mm-hmm. right? or something. I don't know. But I guess one of the cast members from Ghosts had a trick-or-treater, a little girl, mm-hmm. who went to his house dressed as his character from Ghosts, and she didn't know that he lived there. Oh, so, I think I saw this, and I didn't know who that was. Can I <laughs> so, tell you something? Yeah. I don't fucking believe it for one second. Yeah. There's no world in where I believe a young preteen is watching this show already. Is dressed as a cast member of the fucking CBS show Ghosts and rings the guy's doorbell by accident and then is like sh- excited to see the actor from the fucking show Ghosts. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now with that shit? What was I born yesterday, Rachel? Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Tonight, tonight, the strip's just right. I want to blow them off in my first heat. Because summer's here and the time is right to be Bruce Springsteen. Hello, Rachel. How you doing? It's your old pal, Bruce Springsteen. I heard you was, you were hanging out out there in Nasbury Park, New Jersey. That's my hometown. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Have you stopped by the old boardwalk to see Madame Marie's yet? <laughs> Did you go for a visit down to see Madame Marie? Uh, there is Madame Marie reading tarot on the boardwalk. Ah, did you hear the cops finally busted Madame Marie for telling fortunes better than they do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Rachel? It's me, the boss. Ha, ha, me, ha. How you doing? <laughs> hey, boss. Um, boss or the boss? Oh, the boss. The boss. boss. Bruce, the boss. Brucio, the, the, the guy, your old pal, your old <laughs> rock and roll Jesus, if you want. Whatever you want to call me, I don't um. care. I mean, uh, character. I'm doing a whole voice and everything. What happened? It's great. So, I'm the so boss, happy to be the here. boss. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, how you doing Bruce, there, Rich? Um, did you know that, uh, I, I mean, I'm assuming that you're you're all for your pal, uh, Governor Phil Murphy, recently reelected Governor Phil Murphy. Um, he was at the convention center last night. That's two blocks from where I'm staying. You're staying out there in Asbury Park, New Jersey, 4th of July, Sandy. Hey, ha, hoo, hoo, ho! Bam, bada, bam, bada, bam, Streets out Trouble in the heartland. Nothing gonna be my soul right now. Gonna waste your time wasting badlands. It's gonna wake all of my children up. <laughs> I'm gonna get in so much trouble. <laughs> 
They don't need to go to sleep. They need to hear Bruce Springsteen. Why is Bruce Springsteen? I'm, my kids are so old. Why are they asleep at 9 p.m.? <laughs> That's what the weird thing would be, wouldn't you say, Rachel? <laughs> How you doing out there? You enjoying the sights in Asbury Park on the boardwalk going to the Stone Pony? I'm going to the Stone Pony on Saturday. Hallelujah. You got to see the live rock and roll music. <laughs> I like this where this character has gone. It's a lot of places I wasn't expecting. <laughs> got to sit, kneel down before the Jesus of rock and roll music. <laughs> Is your daughter Jessica back with her horses? Is she sleeping? Oh, you got to see it. She's always right just She's jumping those horses so much. She's so tired. She's got to get up three in the morning. Of course she's sleeping. She won the bronze medal? Silver medal? Which one? You know better than me. I don't remember. I don't talk to my I kids. I think it's still I'm, on I'm my DVR, Bruce, I, got a lot I don't to remember. Do. I got a lot to do. I'm Bruce Springsteen, for heaven's sakes. I was very happy that Governor Murphy was reelected. Mm-hmm. It was a close call. We almost lost it. We almost lost it. You know... If Pat were here, he'd probably be freaking the fuck out right now because Virginia was a bad scene. <laughs> there was mm-hmm. some bad things going down in the hot mm-hmm. town tonight. Yeah, You know what? Parents just really don't want their children to read Toni Morrison these days, it Parents seems. Parents just don't understand. Fresh Prince, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> doop doop doop. She had opened up through buttons on a shirt so far. I guess that's why I didn't notice that police car. You know this one? I've been bruised and battered. I couldn't tell my own self. I was unrecognizable to myself on the streets of Asbury Park, where you're staying, Rachel. I want all the broomheads to get in a in a van. You know who and sings? Drive to Asbury Park and yell, Rachel, Rachel, until they find you. Speaking of streets of Philadelphia, because that kind of reminds me of the vocal sounds of uh, a little bit, not the same, but a little bit of Jacob Dylan. Mm. Uh, the Wallflowers are playing here next week. Mm. Um, and speaking of the Wallflowers, my other favorite Asbury Park story is that Jacob Dylan's dad, Bob Dylan, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, went on like a weird journey across the U.S. of like trying to visit people's homes. And he tried to visit a house that like Bruce Springsteen used to live in in Asbury Park. And he just like was hanging out on the porch <laughs> this vagrant it's bob dylan <laughs> that's funny because we don't get along me and bob dylan i hate him i really? hate his guts i hate him i wish i could punch him no i'm just kidding i don't even i don't even know i don't care <laughs> did you know that i sang one headlight with jacob dylan on the mtv music awards one year come oh, on yeah, try to about that. nothing is forever it's got to be something better than in the middle of Asbury Park, New Jersey. I always put that in there, though. I always slide it in because everybody's got to know where I'm from. I say, Well, he's actually from Freehold, New Jersey, but, you know, I don't we're hate not going to. I don't hate, what? I don't hate Bob Dylan. He's a nice man, I guess. He's a he's a soul. You know, he's a big soul. You're OK with him? He's a big soul. You got any questions for me about New Jersey while I'm here? Mm, what's your you favorite place to go in New Jersey? Asbury Park, New Jersey, of course. Well, I mean, besides, like, but but where? Oh, there? I like to go to Madame Marie's and the Stone Pony. <laughs> I did very little. Re- Pat did very little research for this character. He knows two places. 
Mm-hmm. The boardwalks. Uh, what's your favorite food? Well, uh, hot dogs, of course, because I'm a summer. I love the barbecue. I love when you get a summer grill, you go into a cookout, and you make a hot dog and a hamburger. I love it. I'm all about summertime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you saying at, in New Jersey, what's my favorite restaurant? Is that what you were asking me? Subway sandwiches. Eat oh, no, no, no. It, it doesn't have to be a restaurant, just like oh. food. What's your favorite? Hot pork dogs. Roll? Are you a big pork roll fan? Yeah. But my favorite restaurant is Subway Sandwiches. Eat fresh. <laughs> you ever had Are you them? doing a deal with them these days? I am not, but I wish I was. What is this voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Who is it? Who do you think it is? Jacob Dylan? I'm going to pull the mask off. It's me. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's Bruce Springsteen. I'm just a little tired. My daughter's mm-hmm. been running around in her, with her horses, with horses. <laughs> jumping up and down all over the place, going to sleep at 8 o'clock. I can't keep track. I'm so tired. I'm 70-something years old. You see the way I look, the way my body is? I'm so fit, but I'm 70-something years old. It's an insane thing. Mm-hmm. I heard you had Chucky on here a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> It's true. Have you seen Chucky and uh, his new show? He's got a really good blowout. Yeah, he looks good. The show's great. He says fuck every seven words. It's wonderful. You gotta love it. Chucky. I write a song about him. Have you ever met this doll? He lives in my attic. I want to get him down sometimes to play. But he pulls out a knife and he stabbed my grandmother. And now I'm here to stay. Well, that's something, isn't it? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I got to get out of here. I hope I've All been right, helpful. Bruce. Did you want to know about uh, the liquor laws laws in New Jersey? You can't drink in your own house. <laughs> He did have a question about the liquor laws. Thank you. You're not allowed to drink in your own house. You got to have a deck. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. have a deck, you're allowed to drink on the deck, which is interesting because that's outside technically. But you can drink on mm-hmm. a deck. But if you only like live in an apartment or something, mm-hmm. sorry, Charlie, you got to go to the bar. I love the bar. You know me, me and little Stevie at the pub at midnight, right? Yeah, I yeah, all those pubs. Which is your favorite pub? Madame Marie's, of course. <laughs> Just because it's a bar in Black Astoria Jack- doesn't mean it's a pub everywhere else. <laughs> Blackjack and Nicky's. You ever been to Blackjack and Nicky's? No, I haven't. I've, I've just got here, so. I just made that up. It sounded like a Bruce Springsteen kind of a character <laughs> to talk about. Oh, Blackjack and Nicky were, were playing cards outside the jukebox. <laughs> all right i gotta get out of here i'm over what do you all think? right bruce I'll, i'm sure i'll have you back next week so i can ask oh, you more questions one of the most or i'll get bon jovi in or uh governor chris christie ghost of james gandolfini get governor chris christie maybe come for a visit mm, maybe not you don't want him i don't want him you know what i hated him one of the funniest things in the whole world this guy chris christie oh my goodness there is literally i can't think of a human being on the planet who loves me more than Governor Chris Christie, and I hate his guts, and that is sad. It makes me feel sad for him a little bit, but it's also so funny. Imagine idolizing somebody who thinks you are a fool. (laughs) (laughs) What a sad turn of events. Every day, Chris Christie thinks of me. Every day. He wakes up, he thinks of At some point in the day, he listens to a song, or he thinks about how much he admires me, and when I think of him, I want to vomit. 
And that's just the way the world goes every day. And he knows that. I wouldn't even let him get special seats to a concert. What voice am I doing? <laughs> Again, I haven't figured it out, but it's okay. Tonight, tonight, the strip's just right. I got to get out of here. I got to go. I got to go kick Chris. All right, Bruce. We'll see you later. Gonna, you can send Pat back in. I'm going to go kick Chris Christie right in the balls. I do that. He comes <laughs> over, and this is the thing I do. I, I call him. I'm like, Chris, listen, it's Bruce. It's the boss. Let's bury the hatchet. I want to get. I want to figure this out. I know how much you idolize me as a person. Why don't you come on over to the house? We'll we'll have a drink. We'll eat a hot dog. We'll then we'll go to Madame Marie's afterwards. And he comes over to the house. I open the door and I kick him in the nuts, and then I slam the door in his face. That's the relationship I have with Governor <laughs> Chris Christie. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to send Pat. Ha! 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 Bye! Oh, my goodness gracious. Bruce Springsteen, can you believe it? Must have had, like, that's like the most famous person we've ever had on the show. Have we ever had Madonna on the show? No, I feel like we've had, I mean, isn't uh, Steven Tyler pretty famous? Not as famous as Bruce Springsteen, I don't think. Would you Would you, would you put Steven Tyler ahead of Bruce Springsteen? I guess. I guess they're neck and neck. They're, like, on, they're on par with each other. Like, who doesn't know Aerosmith? I bet you who doesn't know Bruce Springsteen. I bet you get some of the Zoomers, but they might know Steven Tyler because he was on uh, American Idol. True. So Steven zibbity bop bo. He's not coming. I'm just doing the impression. That's my impression. It's me, Pat. I'm back. We're back. It's been a while. It's been a while. I know. It's been two weeks. And now are we back to doing this every week? What do you, what yeah. do you say? Oh, yeah. I say we're back to doing this every week. We'll see how it goes. Broomhead. See season. if it gets too busy or whatnot or what happens in our lives what crazy unfolding might happen she's but. inspired because we had a good episode this week so now she's like guns blazing <laughs> now she's I'm like, like i'm raring all right go. this is good i want to watch more of this shit i can't believe we had bruce springsteen didn't Not sound the like moose. he must have had a uh, frog in his throat or something he sounded very strange i don't know what mm-hmm. bruce the frog yeah he was kind of like talking like this a little bit like some kind of a sidewinder <laughs> Bruce the Jacob Dylan. Oh man, what a get! So good to have him in my home. He's gone. They mm-hmm. co- that's the thing. They come in, then they leave. I can't even find it anymore. Boring stories of how you doing, Rach? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Rach? What are you doing? So I was trying to fix this lamp. What are you doing? <laughs> is what I should be asking. I say how you, I, sh- I say how are you doing? I should say what are you doing? <laughs> it, you want to sing it again? <laughs> Did you hear how I sang it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like glory days. Mhm. But I was wondering if you wanted to sing it again like what are you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Rach? That was a little bit not right. I don't know what that was. That was like a mixture of some things. But how you doing, Rach? I'm doing pretty good. I, um, I'm i in Asbury Park for the month. I got here a couple of days ago, so I haven't really had a chance to settle in yet. I've just been working a lot. Um, so I've been in Zoom meetings all day. My face hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. I went for a walk today. At least today it was nice out. Uh, yesterday was very rainy here. It was election day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I am now technically a Maryland resident, and Maryland did not have any elections mm-hmm. yesterday, so I didn't have to vote for anything. You said your face hurts, huh? Yeah. Might as well, it's killing me. 
<laughs> Somebody's a dad. <coughs> yeah, there are no Your elections. kids don't even get those jokes yet. No, they don't. Not yet. I um I voted in the election. Mm-hmm. You voted for Curtis Slewa. Curtis, hey yo, it's me, Curtis Slewa, trying to bring in a cat into the voting machine. Fuck off. That's for very regional New York people who know Curtis Slewa. <laughs> my uh, my ex wife Lisa Slewa. Hey, who wouldn't want a mayor that wears a red beret everywhere he goes? <laughs> Fuck you. He, I mean, you know, I, I know that there's like no hope of him winning. If, oh, he already wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. like, but he, uh, the, <laughs> the amount of votes he still got was impressive. He's a hilarious character, though. Like, mm-hmm. I have to say, oh, yeah. he's pretty funny. I love, I, I mean, one thing I'm going to say that I love about him is that I love that he brought his cat yeah. to vote hey, with him. Hey, you're going to tell he's me. He's very into animal rights. Tell me I can't have my cat come into the voting booth. I'll fucking have those shove the guardian angels shove a rock down your throat fuck off <laughs> hey john Gotti tried to have me killed that's all he talks about all the time it's true john Gotti did try to have me killed really <sighs> when did that happen oh he was what did like, he do they tried to he was, he was shot by like uh they john Gotti put a hit on him <clears throat> wow the gambino crime family number one enemy myself curtis sliwa Curtis and Kuby, you know where he got all those votes? Fucking Rockaway, where I grew up. Mm. Anyway, God was, bless. It seems like a lot of Staten Island. Oh, yeah, Staten Island, too. That would be a big one. Hey, come on over. I'm doing a commercial with the Naked Cowboy. That's also only, for, <laughs> only if you live in New York. Do you know that? <laughs> it's like a used car commercial with the Naked Cowboy, and you just ran as oh the Republican God. candidate for mayor. I love it. I love Beautiful. it. Anyway, is it still the same naked cowboy or have they swapped the out one. to a new one? It's the same one. It's the same one. But we're not here to talk mm-hmm. about the naked cowboy. Or no. Sliwa, Asbury Mm-mm. Park, though we will be talking about Asbury Park quite a bit over the month because Rachel's going to be there for a while. Uh, before we jump on to yeah. our show, how are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm, you know, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, Rach. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are crying, mm-hmm. yelling out there. I'm in here. I don't know. The babies, mm-hmm. I think the baby might be teething. I can't tell. We had a very nice Halloween, though, I will say. That's good. That was very fun. We did a great time trick-or-treating. What a time. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Top-notch. And, uh, yeah, and you know, just just living. Yeah. I had a great time sitting outside while trick-or-treaters came around. It was a good, no complaints about Halloween. Good Halloween weekend, all in all, I will say. What movie did you watch on Halloween night? We didn't watch one. We watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the finale. Gotcha. Okay, fair. Fair. I'm not caught up on I don't that th- yet. I don't think anything else. Yeah, yeah. So I finished that. I'm caught up now on that. I'm caught up on Bake Off. Oh, I'm this so is all behind. very important so stuff far that behind. the so far behind Broomheads need to know. But we're not here to talk about Bake Off or What Mm-mm. We Do in the Shadows or Mm-mm. Curtis Lewa or his ex-wife Mm-mm. Lisa Slewa. Or mm-hmm. the cat he tried mm-hmm. to take into the polling place. What was the cat's name? I don't know. Gu- Giuseppe or no? Was it some kind of like a G? Was it Boots? Or are you just making that up? I'm just making. No, that I up. think it was like Fredo or something. I swear, like some fucking. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> hey, this fucking guy's over here, Sonny Colleone, my cat. I've got to go back on New York One with my hat on and yell about 
fucking people. I don't know. We're not here to talk about any of those people. We're here to talk about Degrassi. Gizmo. Mention. His cat's name is Gizmo. I knew Gizmo. it was a G. I said, I was <laughs> right at the beginning, I was saying it was a G. And then what did I say? Fredo? Mm-hmm. Of course. Fredo. Close it's, enough. He's a member in a Gambino crime family. And then did you see on Friday, before the election, he was hit by a cab? <laughs> and he broke his arm. Is he okay? He broke his arm. And then he was like- Oh my God. <laughs> At a rally in Rockaway on Saturday, of course, he was in Rockaway. He was like, hey, I bet you may have built the Blasio hit me with the cab. <laughs> Curtis Lewa is such right. a character. Broomheads, if you don't know who this guy is, Google him. Mm-hmm. Back in the 70s, uh, it doesn't matter. He was uh, started like a vigilante gang in New York to like keep crime from like bubbling over. And I mean, New York mm-hmm. was a tough place. So there are people that like well, appreciate. This, this is the problem is that two people ran on tough on crime. And it's like, well, then who are you going to pick? The one who tries to bring his cat to the <laughs> and gets hit by a cab a couple days And who before. was never and a cop, a commercial to be fair. With the naked cowboy? And was never yeah. a cop. Or the yeah. cop. I voted for the cop because he was the Democrat. What was I going to do? Yeah, I thought about. Vo- I did not think about voting for Curtis Lewa. We're here to talk about Degrassi: The Next Generation. More specifically, mm-hmm. we're here to talk about Degrassi: The Next Generation episodes eight hundred eight and eight hundred nine, which are the hundred and fifty first and the hundred and fifty second episodes of Degrassi: The Next Generation. But because of all the it's like this one mm-hmm. it's really the 123rd episode of Degrassi Next Generation the name of the episode is Lost in Love Lost in Love is an air supply song Rachel what's your favorite air supply song I always forget which songs air supply did I'm all out of love I'm so lost without you yada da 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 oh that song beep beep yeah you you recognized it at the yada yada part yeah I did you recognized it when I stopped knowing the words but you had the tune I got the tune so that's the big one they have some hits yeah I don't really know any of their music I didn't listen to them either because I forgot but you know okay this is scintillating radio because guess what? I fucking hate air supply. Oh, okay, perfect. I hate, them. hate them, hate them, hate them, hate everything they do. The best thing about air supply is there's a Rhett Miller song mm-hmm. that is a good song that uh, quotes them. It says, making love and adding nothing like the air supplier said. And that's like the best thing they ever did. Uh, I hate air supply. So I have no answer to the song. It's a bunch of garbage. God bless if you like them. I don't mean to be flippant. I mm-hmm. don't care if you like them because every it's listen, it's a, a subjective thing. I'm no gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Everybody should like what they like. My personal ears, mm-hmm. the ones on my head, and I'm, I guess the ones on yours, mm-hmm. they just tune out air supply. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I know I know the name. I can't tell you what they did. It's reminiscent of the same thing, same uh, bugaboo I have with like Journey. They feel they they feel mm-hmm. like they're in that same sort of like '70s soft rock thing that I really hate. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Neither of us. We all hate Air Supply. I only is looking at yeah, making love and out of nothing. Ugh, and also, Lost in Love came out in the '70s. Technically, it's not an '80s song. Mm, I am lost in you. That's a different song. But I do mm. think it's a very fitting title for these two episodes, which were finally, finally kind of entertaining. I Maybe because this. there was like 72 stories happening at the same time. I don't know, but I loved every second of this, mm-hmm. of this two-parter, all of it. I, I, it. I had started watching the first episode and then we decided to postpone our recording date yeah. by a day. 
And so then I just like, I hadn't finished it. So I just went back and watched it from the beginning again. And I was like, oh my, it's very entertaining. Yeah. You know what it is? There were very low stakes. This was like about love and relationships, mm-hmm. police school, and uh, the the Valentine's Day dance that they don't call a Valentine's Day dance because maybe they don't have Valentine's Day in Canada. I don't know. Yeah. Lover's maybe, Week. It was. It like Sweetheart's <laughs> Dance or something. Yeah. It, and yeah. it was just about... I I like this person. This person likes me. Who does this person like? Hey, do you want to be my boyfriend? I don't know. Should I be your girlfriend? I love it. Give it to me. All of it. And just for good measure, <clears throat> pointless spinner lying, which yeah. was always a good time. It's yeah. always a good time. I love I love pointless spinner lying. Yeah, spinner is he. We open the episode, the first episode, with him. I don't know if this is how it opens, but early on in the episode, Spinner finds out that he is not. He does not get into police college, mm-hmm. which is what they keep calling it, or police, police school, academy. They keep calling it. He doesn't which, get like, into police I, academy for. He so obviously wants to get into police school, but the whole time I was like, "Oh no, Spinner, don't become a cop. You're too good." Well, remember back when he did like career day aptitude tests, and his options were like police officer or clown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's kind of stuck you know i'd like... prefer he were a clown <laughs> the, uh, if the police can't if spinner's not good enough for the cops then i got a bone to pick with the fucking cops you know what i'm saying because this guy is great mm-hmm. he's kind and yeah. thoughtful and, and humble and all the things you want in a police officer brave yeah but he went to visit the police and was like listen i had cancer when i took this test and the policeman was like Oh, you're just the kind of person we're looking for. Let me know when you apply again next year. I was like, just put this, let this, let him in right now. What more do you need? Do you think that he was, he was trying to get accepted to the Canadian Mounties? Maybe the Mounted Police. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I wonder if that's harder to get into, not just any police officer, but one on a horse all day. It could be. They gave him a hat, like a, uh, like a ball yeah. cap to send him on his yeah, way. Which was they said, when they interesting. <laughs> Call me when you uh, when you're reapplying next year. I was like, I, I would I would go. You know what? I the class is starting. Just go, go to it right now. Do, don't worry about Do it. Do you have a spring semester Here's or anything? A scholarship or? like this. You're yeah. wonderful. Also, looking like mm-hmm. a snack these days. I think. What did what were you? Oh yeah, <laughs> Spinner's looking good lately. He looks hot, dude. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, Spinner has got. Maybe it's because he's an actual adult at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Spinner's fucking from zero to hero, man. No question. We've said mm-hmm, this before, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paula Brancati has to give a speech at her, at some s- symposium. or uh, Yeah. Uh, the Shep, the Shep who is her coach, who didn't want her to be on the team for a while, wants her to speak about being a woman playing football. Yeah. This guy's got a lot of nerve. Oh my God, the Shep. I'm impressed that he's still here. And it seemed like at the like Paula Brancati and him were just like friends now, but then there there still yeah. was like some unspoken like because Shep is like yeah you just said like he wants her to thank him and he's she's like yeah right mm-hmm. but then she does it, which is like in her mm-hmm. speech she thanks the guy she's like he always supported mm-hmm. me my coach the Shep I don't think she said the Shep but you know what I'm saying my coach the Shep so Spinner goes to school to ask Paula Brancati to go to the dance with him. And she's like, I thought you had to work. And he's like, I closed the dot because evidently Spinner owns the dot. So what are you going to police school for, for Christ's sake? He knows so much about milk and coffee as he demonstrates in the second episode. He's very smart. 
That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> so yeah. So, but, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are you there? Can you can you? T- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Um. So. He so she's like, oh, you got into police school. I'm so proud of you. And he's like trying to tell her that he didn't get into police school, but she keeps like, I'll see you later. Like she keeps cutting him yeah, off. Yeah, she won't let him say anything. Right. So like essentially he finds out, he starts off the day with like his mom had put the police school like letter by his like breakfast bowl or coffee. His or breakfast what have bowl. You. I'm not drinking, so I'm like, what am I talking about? Yeah, you're like you're <laughs> more fucked up because you're not drinking in front of his breakfast bowl. Do you mean a cereal so bowl? His mom, his mom leaves the police school acceptance or rejection letter on the kitchen table. And so he's like sitting there. He's like, ah, police academy. And then he's like reading it out loud. And he's like, uh, we regret to inform you. And he's like, oh, <clears throat> no. Yeah. Can we go back to Breakfast Bowl for a second? Because Spinner is the one character who I could <laughs> also, see also. taking like all of the different types of breakfasts, like eggs, cereal, a muffin, mm-hmm. like a bagel, mm-hmm. and just putting it all in one bowl and like fucking smashing it up and eating it. So to be fair, you're, you weren't totally wrong. There's a lot of things like, you know, I've had like eggs with stuff in a bowl and it's called mm-hmm. a breakfast mm-hmm. bowl. And I've had like a... a smoothie bowl and it's called a breakfast bowl An acai and i was bowl. thinking just about like that spinner maybe has a favorite bowl that he has fruit <laughs> loops in every morning yeah. but like the best thing was that he sees that police academy letter with the note that says good luck from his mom and he's like oh better sit down for this literally out loud yeah and then he read the letter line for line which is not what anybody does if you open that letter you look right to the middle of it to see what the fucking yeah. You also don't read it out loud to, to no to one. To your turtle. He read it to his turtle, to be fair. Didn't he have a turtle over, sitting there next to him? Am I crazy? I don't remember. I thought he had a turtle, some kind of a pet. Maybe. Are you watching the episode? Is it on in front of you? No, uh, no, I'm not. <clears throat> Making love and added nothing like the air supplier said. So now he's he's almost too far gone because Jane keeps cutting him off. And then he mm-hmm. goes to the dot to meet Jane and she's thrown a fucking surprise party for him with a hilarious yeah. reveal of Jimmy and I don't know what that woman's name is. Trina. Trina. Where like everybody's standing in front and she's like, and not only that, and then they like part like the sea <laughs> for them. Yes, for them it to come so through. It was so funny. Uh, so Jimmy and Trina were there. That was great. Nice to see them. Happy to see them. Mm-hmm. This is actually Jimmy's last episode. Wow. We'll never see him again. Not even in the movies? No. Wow. We love in the crew. He's too busy. It's also his hundredth episode. Wow. Look at you researching. I was trying to look up one thing and then I ended up finding that out like instead. Encyclopedia Brown with all your research mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. here. Let me pour through this research. The Brumets <laughs> must be so proud of you right now. I know. Look at me. I'm reading stuff mm-hmm. about the show that we yeah, watched. You're the best. You're... We know things. People aren't going to accuse us of like not knowing stuff. Yeah. You know what you're getting into if you listen to the show. We never claim to be anything but exactly what we are. 
couple of reviews will beg to differ. They'll, a couple of the Apple reviews will, <laughs> will suggest maybe it would be better if we were a little bit more. But now you just did it. You took that review. Yeah. You took that, that review it to heart and you researched and you learned something and you mm-hmm. told the broomhead something mm-hmm. they already know. But at least mm-hmm. now they know that you know that and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. What I actually was looking up was something from the C story because C- when- uh, Sorry. Could you get the seesaw? It's actually, could you get the seesaw? Yeah. Um, it's when Emma says that her favorite song from childhood is my Bonnie, but I thought she said my body and I looked it up and I was like, what the fuck song is that? And so then I was looking up stuff on this episode and that's when I realized that the first one is Jimmy's last episode. At the beginning of the second episode, when the Shep is making the announcement and he says, some of the grade niners will be participating in bot wars. Please don't make fun of them. I thought he said body wars and I rewound it three times. And every time I was like, what is body wars? And then I Oh, he says so please don't make fun of them. I thought he said so please don't come. No, he says please don't mock. He says please don't mock them. Okay, I couldn't understand what he said and I thought he was saying like don't come to see Did it. Did you know he was saying bot wars at that point? I did. I, I can't did. wait to talk about bot wars by the way. Yeah, I know. Does There's Toby so much to host a TV show? What's going on? So so little was explained there. I was like, first off, like Jimmy and Toby all, in these two episodes. I, said nothing. I think that might that's probably also Toby's last nothing appearance, about, other than the time that they pretend that Toby is in the background in one of the movies, but it's not really him. I don't know about that. Um Toby mm-hmm. is just hosting Bot Wars for no explicable reason. And there's these two like models behind him who are hilarious. They're so bad at reacting. And they react mm-hmm. at to every word that he says. It's fucking brilliant. Why was Toby there? It, did we miss something at some point? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't say. But like, I mean, episode. Did, did I, I'm I'm flummoxed by it. And this is when I get flummoxed by something. And the broomheads are like, "Well, in, three episodes ago, you found out that Toby was like running." I must. They said nothing. He was just there. Yeah, I. Don't know where that I was done. came from. Anyway, we're way ahead of ourselves on Bot Wars now. Um, <laughs> so Holly J, Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair, who is such a fucking asshole. Um, she knows that Spinner didn't get into Police Academy because he tells Holly J, Holly uh, Jacoby, Myers Sinclair, and Jay. And Holly doesn't necessarily tell Jane that he didn't get into police academy, but she kind of tells Jane that he didn't get into police academy. Mm-hmm. But it's because Jane kind of made a dig at Holly J about having to like serve her drinks or something, which I thought was also a dickhead move. But what this begets, this is a dick move mm-hmm. on Holly J's part, and I wrote down uh, my note was Holly fucking J. Like I was annoyed that she did it. But mm-hmm. what this begets is a really fun kind of lovable friendship between Spinner and Holly J. Like he, he's annoyed by it, but then he like says, he kind of like uses it to be like, you have to help me do something. And then you Mm -hmm. got like Holly J defending Spinner. And it felt like when, uh, Paige and, and, uh, JT were friends. Mm. It had that like sort of flavor of like these two people, not Mm -hmm. that like, very different because neither of them is particularly like cool or uncool. They're sort of like on the same plane, but these two like characters who you wouldn't expect to come together as friends, sort of like having each other's back. It's also like, if you ever watch the vampire diaries, for example, uh, like Bonnie and, uh, Damon Salvatore, 
that's the vibe I was getting from it. I also really liked Spinner, Jay, and Holly J as like a trio. I was like in them scheming together. I was, this is great. I want a show that is the three of them like buying the Three's dot company. together. Like they pull mm-hmm. their money and buy the dot and they're like co-owners of the dot. Because they had great mm-hmm. chemistry together. They were really fun. I love. I really liked it. It made me like really forgive Holly J for all of her sins of the past, even though she's continuing to sin in the part one of this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, Paula Brancali finds out that Spinner's lying. She's very upset. He's lying again for no reason. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps telling him she's going to forgive you. Just you just have to fucking stop lying all the time. Which he's not lying all the time, but he did mm-hmm. lie here. Um. What am I missing? He gets drunk and goes to her house. Which is pretty fun. Are you frozen? No, oh. sorry. <laughs> Sinking. You looked so you looked genuinely frozen. <laughs> I'm Elsa. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go is better than every air supply song. <laughs> God, I hate let it go. I know it stinks, but it's better than every air. Although sometimes um, I love Oh, sorry. Sometimes when she hits the big part, I get a little teary-eyed, but I don't like the song. But I can cry. I cry at anything. I cried at... Uh, I didn't um, cry, but I definitely got weepy at the end of this episode. I also like that Dom Perignon makes a He's the teacher. in these episodes. He's the only teacher that's left. They got rid of the rest of them. Mr. Perino is his name. Yeah, Somebody Dom said Perignon. Mr. Perino. Dom mm-hmm. Perignon. What a piece of shit. Didn't he like a fucking... He was the only teacher in like all of this. Like Snake was in the background at the dance, but... And at Bot Wars. Mm-hmm. What did Dom Perignon do that was bad again? It was to Derek. He like called him stupid or something. <laughs> like what did he do? Did he hit him? He was really... He, he was like bullying him. And he had that... Hey, Paige. Seriously. Necklace. Yeah. yeah. Hey. What's Sav's sister's name? Allie. Hey, Allie, seriously, you didn't have detention. Let's dump her in you. Hey, mm-hmm. ser- hey, Allie, seriously, you can check yourself in, but I could only, I'm the only one who can check you out. Seriously. See, I told you, the same person. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you could be. Actually, he can't, uh, Matty O can't even become that because he had sex with a student, so he can't be a teacher. So he's not. Dom Perignon is his best case scenario at this point. He's not even going to be able to become that, probably. Mm-hmm. Hey, Allie. Seriously. Anyway, um, what happens now? They make up. Well, yes. Put on Sorry. Before makeup. before that happens, there's a very important scene that happens. I was very good um, radio voice before that. <laughs> like Fraser Crane, one of the famous radio voices, Fraser Crane. Oh, I know. Um, so we didn't talk about the police cake. Oh yeah, I don't even yeah, right. We didn't talk about the police cake. There isn't much to say, but we should mention the police cake that is I don't know how Jane throws all of this together in like a half of a day. Eleven but, minutes. Yeah. She less than that, because I mean, if we're going by the time frame in the show, it was probably like three and a half minutes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um yeah. somehow she gets this amazingly elaborate cake. Um she may and gets, have had it 
to, in her defense, she may have had the plan because she mm-hmm. was expecting the the school to come up with the. I give Brancati the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So she's thrown together this amazing party. Um, as we've gone through, like Holly J tells her she's mad, blah, blah, blah. So then Spinner is like so upset because he didn't, he was already didn't want to tell her that he didn't get in because he was ruining their plans and he was so worried about this. Um, so he and Jay, what were their plans? I'm sorry. What were their plans? They were both going to go to school together and it was going to be like law and order. Cause she was going to go to oh, law school right. and he was going to oh, go right. to cop school and oh, right. She literally called it that. And I was like, not mad. About You're absolutely it. right. <laughs> um, but then Jay and Spinner, because like Spinner is so distraught because he's like, OK, now I fucked this up twice because I, one, didn't get into school and then B, like, didn't tell her that I didn't get into school and let her throw this giant party for me. They go to the pool hall and they have this amazing scene where they get drunk at the pool hall and there's jazz music playing and it's all these wide angle shots of their faces to make you realize that they're really drunk. I don't even fucking, I must've looked down. I don't remember. I mean, I watched this today and I don't remember this. Oh my God. You would love it. I'm surprised you didn't see it. I want you Who to watch got it. Now. Drunk? It was like him and Jimmy Brooks and no uh, and, Jay and uh, Spinner, Jay and silent spinner. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember this. When did Jay, uh, Jay, when did, Jimmy Brooks tell Spinner that he was proposing marriage at 18 so, years old. So to Spinner gets drunk with Jay and then decides to go to Paula Brancati's house and climbs a tree and comes into her room and is like, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and then Jane's just mad at her. Jane's mom comes in and so Spinner leaves. And so then the next morning, he's having coffee with Jimmy. And that's when Jimmy says oh, he's going right. to propose to Trina. And all we know about Trina is that that stem cell, stem cell surgery really worked. You know what's hilarious? Like, so this is the last time we're going to see Jimmy Brooks. And they couldn't even give him that he was walking. Like, they have her come in with the mm-hmm. cane and she's walking again. And they're like, the stem cell surgery seemed to really work for you, huh, Trina? She's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And Jimmy's doing good too. He's, but he's still in a wheelchair. This We're never going to see him again. Just let him let that be a big reveal. If they would have parted the sea and Jimmy was walking, what mm-hmm. a great moment for him! Mm-hmm. And they could have been like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, Jimmy, I never haven't seen you walk. I'm so mm-hmm. proud." Mm-hmm. Instead, we'd get none of that. Also, I'm just like, wait, Jimmy is proposing to Trina, who we like. I feel like they barely dated. Nah, they're not. Come on, that's then. This is the la- the last we know of Jimmy is that he proposed marriage to Trina. I wonder if they got married. We don't know. We'll never Loving know. Loving the crew. Because he becomes Drake, Jimmy Brooks. Mm-hmm. One would imagine. Because mm-hmm. Drake's a made-up name. Yes. So. so Spinner, like, threatens Holly J to lose her job again. If she doesn't help him. If she doesn't help him. Get into the symposium so that he can also propose marriage to uh, Paula Brancati because he's stupid. Mm-hmm. Even though he's great and we love him. Yeah, so she he ropes... Holly J into helping him get into this. I thought it was just a thing at school, but it's like an outside event. I thought so. Uh, that Paolo Brancati and Danny Van Zant are going to mm-hmm. and giving speeches at. And so Holly J manages to sneak him in by stealing one of the name tags on the table. And so he's Barry Cohen, high school farmer, who was supposed yeah. to speak at the event and they thought wasn't going to make it. Barry Cohen? 
from Saskatchewan? <laughs> there was a guy, the guy giving out the name tag. That guy so sounded shocked. Scottish to me. <laughs> he did no, he had he did he absolutely had an I mean, I don't know if the Canadian <clears throat> accent gets that heavily Scottish leaning, but <clears throat> it was because he was like symposium. Mm-hmm. That's he said symposium all weird too. And I was like, This mm-hmm. is wait, what am I hearing here? Mm-hmm. Barry Cohen from Saskatchewan? He was so mm-hmm. impressed that Barry Cohen was. He crazy. was so impressed by this high school he, farmer. <laughs> they said you weren't coming. You missed your flight. And they were like, oh, no, I'm here. And so Spinner walks into the symposium as mm-hmm. Barry Cohen. And as soon as he walks in, Jane sees him and kind of gets mad. Jane sees. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so It's going to take six hours to get sorry. through this episode. It's not even that. I'm so sorry I went for that low-hanging fruit. I'm so apologetic for that. I swore I'd never do it. And you <sighs> did. I know we get a Jane Says episode some point with Jane in it, so... I love Jane's Addiction, though. I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk about Jane's. I have many favorite Jane's Addiction songs. Perry Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Jane sees him and then doesn't thank him in the, sh- the speech, but she does thank the Shep, who like asked her to thank him. But the Shep was the one who was awful to her, and Spinner was yeah. the one who was good to her about everything with the football. Even Danny Van Zant was like, you got a fucking short memory. Even Danny Van Zant was like, you shouldn't pick oh, yeah. this asshole. Also, also when she starts writing her speech, she's like, some people would think these arms are better for cradling a baby. <laughs> they can also cradle that? a football. She was working she, on writing it. Did she say that? <laughs> she was working on writing it. I don't think she actually said it in the speech, but I, I mean, who knows? Is that, are you adding that? Was that your, or did no, she, she said say that? that? She oh. said that. That's so fucking. <laughs> I want to riff on that forever, but I won't. That's so funny. But you can riff on Barry Cohen from Saskatchewan if you want to. Some people would say these arms would be better for creative. That is so fucking. Funny. <laughs> I also always love when people say something like that in a speech, like some people say. Some people say. That was like, I used to do this impression of Desperate Housewives. And it would always be some people say, because every episode of the show, by the way, sorry, everybody, you've never watched the show. Desperate Housewives, the premise of the show was that it was narrated by the woman who was murdered in the first episode. And it would always be like, some people say oh, a garden that's perfect is actually hiding some decay. Like every, and it, Some people mm-hmm. say. Desperate Housewives. Check it out. Terry, <laughs> Terry Hatcher, Nicolette Sheridan, Marsha Cross. What a show. Great first season. Excellent tip-top first season. So Barry Cohen is there and now has to give a speech. Right. They call, and the guy, the Scottish Canadian is like, Barry, come on up here. You got to give a speech. And Spinner does it. God bless him. God bless him. You come back and Spinner is talking about milk production in Canada and like, and he's and everybody loves it. I thought and, Paula and Brancati believes it. I know totally. I thought Paula Brancati was going to get mad at him for giving the speech, which mm. was going to annoy me. And she doesn't. She doesn't care. She actually like thinks it's pretty funny. She claps mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. Spinner proposes marriage to her from the stage, which is bullshit. <laughs> Why would you do that, Spinner? Terrible, terrible call. She gets so mad, justifiably so, and leaves. Mm-hmm. She's up there for herself, and like you're p- literally like doing. Some people say a woman's arms would be better served feeding a baby or whatever it was, which is so fucking funny. Um, can we talk about quickly? 
mm-hmm. your feelings about the idea that Spinner should be thanked in this speech. Mm. <sighs> I mean, I see the reasoning for yes, because... If you're going to thank anybody. If you're going to thank anybody, that's right. who you thank. But the thing is, is that I don't really know that anyone needs to be thanked. I think this is something that Jane did on her own. But she did have a very supportive boyfriend who was helpful despite yeah, how bad cool. everything was. So, I, th- I, t- I agree 100%. I think, I, I think it's because she thanked the Shep and mm-hmm. that's why Spinner was upset and was like, you should, because he says you should later on. He says you should have thanked me, and I got, I, I really bumped on that because I was like, well, no, and she I shouldn't. think it's not so much that she should have thanked him, but she should have thanked him over the Shep. That's right. the problem. Okay, like she should never have thanked the Shep. So the fact that she did means that he should have, she should have thanked him then if she's thanking the Shep because fuck that, he was terrible to her. That makes it sit a little bit better with me because in that scenario you're right but just the idea that like because then like danny later on is like give the guy a break and and you know he was there for you the whole time and you really should thank him and i'm like no she first of all no she shouldn't because that is that's just the you should just be like that like you you shouldn't ex- expect to be have praise heaped on you for supporting a person you love. That's just the bare fucking minimum. There's a difference between having praise heaped on you and being thanked. I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And like I, you're right. I but I totally understand because you're saying that you're like telling all these other people about what a good thing he did. But the thing is, I I but wasn't what? as bothered by it, and I totally see where you're coming from with the question about it, because I was thinking of it being that if you're going to th- th- thank the Shep, who was terrible to her, like then you really should be thanking Spinner. Like, It's just weird that like she's giving a speech at a symposium about like women's empowerment, and the idea that she should thank fucking any of these men mm-hmm. is like dumb. Weird. I, I, but but again, in the context of like the idea that she should thank her boyfriend in front of like these people is stupid. Like, no, you mm-hmm. shouldn't. You well, can- I mean, then she was talking about women's empowerment, and then Barry Cohen proposed to her, and everyone's <laughs> chanting Jane and Barry. <laughs> yeah, I'm people obviously- get won over by really stupid yeah. like things. Like, tell me about it. I'm obviously overthinking this, but I was just like, you don't have. He doesn't. You can thank him in private. Like I have, I have very educated, <laughs> very educated family members, and then we get together for holidays, and everyone's like, "Ooh, new babies! Who got? Mm-hmm. Who's got married?" And like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, no one cares about anyone's like bigger wins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, so but it it's is so what true. it is. It's so true. But I guess, but like you said, in the context of like, you think this fucking asshole who actually made it harder for you, mm-hmm. actually like tried to keep you from being here you thanked him so the least you could do i guess is thank you boyfriend but like also just thank him in private you don't have to stand Mm -hmm. up in front of a fucking room full of people and say thank you my boyfriend so much for being supportive that's his fucking job like he should be supportive what is he gonna do be a fucking asshole anyway love spinner (laughs) love paula brancati i'm not coming down on anybody i'm just being a getting my fucking feathers ruffled as usual (laughs) what else is new i know 
So she gets mad at the proposal, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to school and Danny is telling her she should have thanked him. Or and mm-hmm. also being like ba- basically exactly what we said. You've sort of like thanked this guy who was such a piece of shit. And then she's like and, and then she's sort of like ruminating on it a little bit and thinking about, well, maybe I should have thanked him, whatever. And then she goes to the dance and she's like, has anybody seen Spinner? I thought he would have showed up. And this is when I loved Holly J because Holly J was like, um, for what? So you could like shit on him again and like break his heart one more time. And I was like, I love I love her having his back. In a platonic mm-hmm. friendship way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets Paula Brancati to thinking, well, maybe perhaps I was wrong. And then Holly J calls Jay to create a ruse to get Spinner to go to the dance. Mm-hmm. And that ruse that J- I love Jay here. I do too. Jay tells him. The, Jay, they're like going to go away for the weekend. And he's like, and Spinner's like anywhere but that that heart sweetheart dance dance. and jay gets the phone call and he hangs up and he goes well we got to go to the dance because manny's there and i he's lying but he's like i want to get manny back he's not lying about wanting to get manny back just lying that she's there so they get to the dance and also why would manny in college come back to their high school to go to the dance well i mean to be fair emma was in town i literally was like oh is manny actually gonna be (laughs) i'm so stupid like is she there wait what i was kind of hoping the same thing for a second there too me too i because that reunite reunite reuniting is going to be great when it happens sooner before mm-hmm. and then there's paula brancati on stage to which uh, this kind of annoyed me but i'm not going to get on the soapbox about it to vocally thank spinner for his support in front of everybody at the <laughs> sweetheart's dance and i was like all right i guess but they get back together, uh, and she says, we're not getting married until university, you schmuck. She doesn't say you schmuck, but it's implied. And they hug, mm-hmm. and they dance, and it's lovely. I love these two. And I am really not looking forward to their breakup. No, I'm not either, because we know what's going to happen. It's inevitable. I actually really like them together. Love them together. They're <laughs> such a great match and such a great pair. And people love Emma mm-hmm. and Sean. And that's the thing. Why did they get married? Because Emma and Sean should have been together. I'll also go to bat for this grouping. I think these two should be together. Mm-hmm. So how are we doing this? We got a B story and a C story. Do we have a D story? And then story? we also have a D story and an E story and a Q story. And Let's just I hash mean, well, this out. Okay. So I think that the B story is. Let's keep it with the prom, no? Or the hard stance. I think the B story is the bot wars. It's certainly. It's oh, the really? grade niners. But there's two stories in there. There's three well, stories. I'd there. say the B story is all of the is just bot wars, including yeah. Allie and Johnny yes. DeMago. And, just keep and them then, in the same thing. And then the C story is the college years. Right. And the D story is Anya and Sav, which has like a little hint of something. Keep Anya and Sav in with Bot Wars. Let's keep okay. all, and then we'll do, and then we'll main event. My, my notes are very confusing. <laughs> we'll, we'll main event with. I could, uh, not, I could not figure out how to kind of like hash out this story because I was like, there is so many things going on. Yeah, this will be fun. Let's just fucking talk about it. Okay. Main event with college years because who has anything? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Manny was My body. Actually, I liked <laughs> Manny exercising a lot. 
is very funny. I love too. Manny doing yoga. She, Manny's the best. She's always like, is that what your school is? <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I went to college, that's when I discovered yoga too. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like it's also like because she's in the acting program and like it's mm-hmm. about body and mind and mm-hmm. soul and all things. I see that as like being part of the curriculum. We had we had a gym at our college that had like classes and, you know, equipment and all kinds of stuff that you could do and like I could go to yoga classes, but what we would choose to do instead is like Pilates videos in our tiny dorm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, who wants to go to a actually like Mm-mm. an event with other people? No. Not me. When you're like 17 or 18? Two, three, four. Be story. But maybe it's the sea. Let's be for Bot Wars. Bot Wars. I literally thought that the Shep said, don't come. <laughs> I thought he said body wars. I was like, what's body wars? Is this like Just a- like how I thought my Bonnie was my body. What's my Bonnie again? Uh, my Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie oh, right, lies over the right. sea. Is it lies but or flies? I don't fucking know. I don't really <laughs> even know what you're talking about. What is it? Who was That's talking in about the sea it? story. That's what Kelly's teaching oh, Emma Jesus. on the guitar. And I was like, what? She's like, oh, can we learn my body? That's my favorite song from when I was a child. And I looked up my body and I was like, there is no song that this right. could possibly be. <laughs> So then later on, she's like, my he's playing my Bonnie. And I was like, that's what she meant. My Bonnie. My Bonnie Rate. Mm-hmm. My Bonnie Rate to... flies over the ocean. If I'm being totally honest, I fucking loved when he showed up at the house singing the song. Oh, I did too. It was outside great. Of her, outside of her door. I, was I like, mean, I'd be won over by that in a heartbeat. I was it like. take much with me. <laughs> loved it. Bellissima. Ah, mm-hmm. Bellissima. Oh, my goodness. It's a monocle. He says a Bellissima. It's a Bellissima. By the way, somebody posted like his acting reel on the, yes. on the um, Facebook page, and it was like his comedy reel, and the literal first bit was blackface. The first mm-hmm. shot of Marco's dad's comedy reel was him doing blackface. I was like, oh, my God. This is... Now I now I'm not and now what am I gonna do? I gotta retire the character. Yeah, he's got a he, Marco. He dad was a working actor. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a character. Different. What are we talking about? But there's like 72 instances of Casey asked Claire to the dance. Claire and then Connor's speech. upset, and so Connor also asks Claire, and then Claire doesn't know what Claire to Graham's do, speech. so Claire, Claire runs speech. away. Claire and then speech. she comes back, and she's like, Casey, I want to go with you, and then Connor's like, no, and runs off, and then this happens like over and over again. There's a lot of Connor running away and a lot of Claire running away. There's some roses. I don't... <sighs> I think it did it. I think that's it. Yeah, right? And yeah, then but that's should... that's the first part and then in the second half that also happens at the bot wars. So we should probably talk about the bot wars because honestly the first episode of it is like kind of boring. Um, they both except just for, go to the I dance love with. Johnny DeMarco and Allie. Johnny DeMarco. I can't go to a fucking dance with a niner. A 49er? Like one of the people's people who would mine for gold in the yeah. minor niners right you didn't want to go is i'm sorry is Allie? what is she is she, did she come from a time machine was i think she, that was like my favorite joke from this season of what we do in the shadows about like uh transporting underage minors over state lines and it was those kind of minors 
I don't know that I've seen that episode yet. It was a ways back. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, a niner? She's is she, yeah. is she is she just mining for gold in the mm-hmm. old west? Jesus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so surprising. Daddy to Marco. Um, yeah, they both want to go to the dance with Claire Grimes Beach. Claire Grimes why? Beach doesn't. Also, know what she why? Did. Sorry, I still don't like Claire. She didn't do anything here to she make me like. She didn't do anything, but I'm just like Claire. Why? Who cares? Well, I think they're trying to be like, look, the nerdy guy, obviously, and then mm-hmm. like the kind of cute guy is like, she's like smart, and he and she, he like he likes bots, and she likes bots, and there it's kind of mm-hmm. like an. Un- well, they had a whole thing, you know, earlier on, and then. Yeah. Connor and like Claire are friends. And so I feel like Connor is more so inviting her because he feels like he should rather than that. He has like feelings for her. So yeah, they're both asking her out. They both like her for some reason. Rachel mm-hmm. can't fathom it. That's fine. She is what she is. Yeah. And I think that Connor keeps going like, you know, that like, she's my friend first and like kind of is really harping on. I don't think that he really is. I mean, at least it doesn't come off to me as like that. He's necessarily like interested in her. It's more so just like, well, we knew each other before you, you came into this and you're Mm -hmm. an outsider and like, well, if she's going to go with anyone, she should go with me and kind of not understanding really that. I think that like Claire is interested in Casey, but also like Claire doesn't know anything. She's a minor niner. She really doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Casey. Casey is the one who has actual feelings mm-hmm. and Connor is the one. Yes. Yeah. Casey's like, you know, they're, they're, she's she is interested in Casey. More so than she is in Connor, but she mm-hmm. doesn't like you said, she doesn't know what to do. She's pulled in both directions. Allie is pushing for Connor, of course, mm-hmm. because that's where her feelings are. And I agree. But. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are making it easy on her, I guess. It's a love triangle, Rach. It is. Mm. It was fine. It was just very repetitive. And like Connor got really mad at the bot wars. And so then they were like losing and he ran off again. Um, And then he came back and it was okay. And they got third place. And Jake Goldsby was really proud. But honestly, I have no idea what he was doing there. I just have to point a thing out. So they were yeah. doing a thing with these robots that they had created mm-hmm. and made where uh, it was basically like a version of basketball in a sense where they had to like lift a ball and get it over the other person's goal. So we start the bot wars and Degrassi is playing against this team and mm-hmm. they're faring very badly because Connor is not doing his part because he's mad that she's going to go to the dance with Casey. And they're Mm -hmm. doing terribly and they're going to lose. And Toby says, because he's emceeing this thing for an absolutely unknown reason. He says, (laughs) my alma mater is doing terribly. I hope they can get back into it later. So then they cut to the C story or the A story or whatever. And then they cut back. And now they say, they've been at this for 10 hours. And Degrassi they're playing the same game against the same team. So am I to believe mm-hmm. that this one basketball-ish game has been... I thought it was going to be different. They'd be doing different things with the, the things. Yeah, literally all it was was just like throwing a ball Score over. A yeah. And they said they've been at this for 10 hours. 
Yeah. <laughs> so have they have as we were at the dot with fucking Paula Bergadi or whoever. When were I they graduated when I graduated from high school, like I felt like this kind of like robotics in high school was just starting to become a thing. Like I didn't really know anyone who was doing it before then. Um, but I know we almost did a competition when I was like a senior in high school, like almost tried to make one and then just didn't in a class right. that I was doing. It's not easy. No, but, certainly and, not. And, and I great. understand like trying to build something that does this thing, but I'm like literally it's just doing one task. I was hoping more for like, what's that show where the robots like murder each other? Robot Wars. Yeah, I was hoping for that. And I was like, this is Bot Wars. Yeah, they were just playing like a basketball. They were just playing a game. For, they said that they said No one died. That's not a a war. Like, have they seen like the Civil War? Any Civil War? They did say 10 hours. I'm not crazy, (laughs) All Civil Wars? I don't remember. And I was like, but they're still playing the same game. So anyway, Degrassi won third place. They were playing yeah. the third place game, which I appreciated to make it more realistic because they had done so yeah. badly in the first. Yeah, round. I was like, there was no way. <laughs> but I'm like, third place out of how many? Out of four? <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I have no idea. This was fun. So then after they won third place, the robot turned to Claire Grimes Beach and said, Claire, will you go to the dance with Connor? And she says, yes. So now mm-hmm. she's going to the Sweetheart's Dance with Connor. And then she does. She goes to the Sweetheart's Dance with Connor, and they go to dance, and they're standing very far apart, and Bruce the Moose pushes them together. Natty Zavitz, one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. He pushes them together, and then he says, this is how you really slow dance. Mm-hmm. I love it. Bruce <laughs> the Moose. Zavitz. Natty Zavitz, Natty Bruce Zavitz. the Boss and Bruce the Moose. Yep, the two Bruces, the two most famous Bruces in, in American history. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. and Bruce the Moose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two most famous. I don't yep. know any other ones. That's it. That's all I got. Nope, that's the only Bruce Boxleitner, the actor. He's the third. Um, so mm-hmm. she runs away, right? Because she doesn't want to dance with him or something or that close or something. Yeah, there's a lot of running in the B story. Lots it's a lot running. of Connor and Claire running away from people. And then she As runs into Casey and then run- they like slow dance in the hall and then Connor somehow finds them and then runs away again. I'm going to be honest. When they slow danced in the hall, I thought it was pretty cute. I did too. Yeah. That was like, for me, I was like, oh, this got me. I didn't tear up yeah. or anything, but it got me. And then Connor crosses over into the sea story, which we'll get to in like literally two minutes. See, yeah, Connor home. crossed into the sea story and I went, oh, right. Yeah. That's what I did too. <laughs> That's right. Actually, Connor is somehow related to Snake that has never been explained. <laughs> for actually, it went Connor crossed into the sea story, and I went, "What the fuck?" And then, oh right, that's a. <laughs> I was like, "Why the fuck?" Is oh yeah, he mm-hmm, lives mm-hmm. at Snake's house for for some reason. Mm-hmm. I love this show. I fucking love this show. They said that once, and they still have not explained it. Nothing. They've they've done nothing to explain. So then elsewhere yes. in the B story, you've got Allie and Johnny DeMarco. I'm so interested in who your MVD is going to be. because there's so It's a little bit of everyone. Like, I don't, I don't this is know. The, that's why I love the Yeah, episode. we'll get there. What'd you think of this? You love this. All I have to say is that I really like Allie and Johnny DeMarco together. 
He sends her a rose with no name on it. And then she gets to find out from Anya who sends QAnon. It's Q anonymous. Q anon. Did you see all those QAnon lunatics at fucking Dealey Plaza yesterday? No, I didn't. They were told to expect that JFK Jr. was going to show up at Dealey oh, Plaza I heard about yesterday this, yeah. to announce that he would be Trump's running mate in the 2024 election. And like, you do hundreds... know that they don't agree on politics. He's also dead. JFK or JFK Jr.? JFK Jr. He's dead. He's been dead for years. He died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. They expected th- that he was going to be there. They th- Hundreds of fucking lunatics. Where's Dealey Plaza? In Texas. That's where JFK, J- JFK proper was shot and killed. So they thought that his son, who was killed nowhere near there... No, they were told up. that he was going to be at Dealey Plaza yesterday or two days ago to announce he was going to mm-hmm. rise from the grave and he was going to mm-hmm. be there to announce. Uh, obviously, the ocean, they right? didn't think he was going to rise from the grave. They think he faked his death, that he's alive and that he was going to mm-hmm. be there to announce that he would be Trump's running mate for 2024. They had T-shirts. These people. This is a this is terrifying. These are real people who believe this. And uh, anyway. Little bit of this. <laughs> All in the uh, name of love. Johnny DeMarco. You love Johnny DeMarco. QAnon. QAnon. Sends the rose. Um, and I, then Allie keeps kind of hinting at him. I don't know. I just, I don't really have anything to say about it except for that I liked it. I liked it too. It was very sweet. I, Allie kept being like, dog, you fucking like me. And he's like, I can't <laughs> like a niner. Because I mm-hmm. I know you came from the from the past in the time machine and you used to <laughs> mine for gold in the old west, and she's like, "What are you talking about? You can't like I like you, you like me, and like this keeps going again. It's similar to the Claire runs away, comes back, mm-hmm. Connor runs away, comes back. It's similar to that, and then it's the same repetitious thing over and over again of Allie. But the reason that this is so much better is because. There's a great moment. The alley, the the Claire thing never has. A, actually, it does get a great moment when they dance in the hallway. That's a great moment. But yes, at one point, she's like, "Are you going to go to the dance with me?" And he's like, "I can't go to the dance with a niner." And she's like, "Well, I'm going, and I'm going to look super hot. So it's your loss." <laughs> great, great. <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, I guess I'm going." And he shows up. They kiss. It's her first kiss. She goes, that wasn't your first kiss, was it? And she goes, the next one won't be. She's fucking great. I love Allie. She's great. I think it's amazing. I like Allie's confident, composed. She's like, I like this guy. I'm into it. I'm going to do it. Whatever happens. I still kind of don't understand why she likes him, but I'm sure we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they're kind of a thing now. But another part of this B story is Anya and Sav. And Sav's been sort of like pining for Anya, who's sitting next to him at the thing most of the time. But mm-hmm. at one point, when Johnny DeMarco, Johnny DeMarco shows up to the dance, he is like going in and Sav, who's manning the booth of people who lets people in, which is him and Anya, he says, well, I guess I'm not. At least I'm not the only one who has to come to this dance alone because he doesn't know that Johnny DeMarco is with his sister yet. 
That will come in time, and I'm sure it will not be. It's not going to go over well. No. So. Did you bring up uh, Sav and Leia? Yeah. Oh, no. Who's Leia? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. I haven't even talked about Sav yet. Okay. Except to say the moment, that one moment. Okay. So you can, okay. If you want. Just about them sitting next to each other? That's all I talked about. Daisy, did you see a ghost? <laughs> you want this me doll to take keeps this? like shaking her head off, and I'm like, why? What's wrong? Daisy, tell This Pat feels what's wrong. like we've been doing this for a long time. This is absolutely 100% on pace to be our shortest two parter by a lot. <laughs> by a lot, because we're almost done. I know. Sav and Anya are still broken up. Sav's trying to get back with Anya. Oh, I thought like Anya was the at DJ at one point. I loved the DJ at the dance. I, just, I thought I don't she know. was Anya I, at the beginning. Who was that? At I first I was like, oh, that's Melissa McIntyre. Then I was like, oh, no, it's Anya. And then it was just a per- nobody. It's just some person, but they showed them prominently. And then later on, I saw Snake up there with the DJ. He was like, but can it, you play that fucking Zit Remedy song? Is Sav and Anya are still mad at each other. Anya's mad at Sav. Sav's trying to get back with Anya, but because Anya's not being receptive, then Sav is now mad at Anya. Yes. An- yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Anya Bananya. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anya Bananya. You've got to be careful. So they, the Brumids know we're talking about. It's Anya Bananya. Which one we're talking about. They um, totally made Anya Bananya change her hair color because it was she just looked too much like Holly J. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of back and forth between them. They're both working at the stand where you sell roses uh, to your lovers in the school. To your lovers. <laughs> you be send them. You don't sell lover, them. I want to be my but lover. But you buy a rose, you send it to your lover, and it is uh, probably not great for them to be working together on this, having <laughs> to sit next to each other. And, like, Anya sends herself a rose but doesn't say that to Sav. She just wants him to be jealous. What I did like about that is that is very true in high school mm-hmm. where like, uh, I got to sit next to this person who like I either just broke up with or who like mm-hmm. I don't like or something. We had this falling out or something. And then you always end up like kind of getting something back. Mm-hmm. But this it doesn't happen here, but it normally would. Mm-hmm. What? Uh yeah, so I mean, this keeps kind of going to the end, and at the dance, like Anya's looking for Sav, like she's kind of like, maybe I do want to make up with him, and he's dancing with Leia, and it's not like in a real, like overtly, no, interested or sexual or anything, kind of way. <laughs> but it's just like her kind of being like disappointed. But in a way, I so agree with you. It was very like stayed but also like they were like laughing kind of and they seemed Mm -hmm. to be like very engaged with with each other Mm -hmm. in a conversation while they were dancing which is almost worse you know it's up because like oh shit there's not this like maybe like animal attraction there but like oh Mm -hmm. but they seem to be like having a conversation which to like Mm -hmm. that's almost worse oh man maybe they like each other but you know I don't know to what extent Sav has apologized to Anya, Anya Bananya. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. We don't really know. I. Uh, we'll see. I guess. Yeah. Anya it, Bananya. 
one other thing to point out that happens yeah. at the dance because it was actually in the A story. I can't believe we have all another story to still go through. This is not um, on pace to be the shortest episode of a two-pointer, actually. Uh, is uh, The one other thing that we forgot to mention is that um, Holly J, when, you know, she and Jay are getting all, like, sappy romantic about love and stuff like that, oh, and yeah. he's telling her about how he loves Manny and yeah. blah, blah. Like, she looks across the dance floor at Blue. I had no idea ruined. I had no because idea because they that was. didn't go to Pink Floyd together because she ran out of money, <laughs> literally in the last episode. <laughs> I had no idea what that was, and I feel I bad knew, that we forget things. <laughs> I knew that that the last episode was fucking three weeks ago. We recorded it three weeks ago, but um, fair. I knew obviously that it was like a love interest, mm-hmm. and I remembered the Pink Floyd of it all. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I I don't okay. It's not that I didn't know who it was, but I was like, I don't recognize that person. Mm-hmm. Like, had you put that person in any other context, I would have been like, who is that? Mm-hmm. I knew who it was because of the way they shot it. And it was like, oh, that's the guy Holly J was going to go to Pink Floyd with. But his face, I, I had like face blindness to him. I had no <laughs> idea. There's like three guys at the school who all look kind of the same, who were all introduced this season. Right. So I understand. Yeah. Anya Bananya gonna Anya Bananya. So, uh, could, could you, you get, get the, the C, C story? story? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I even care about male Kelly anymore? I'm just like, except for if he's gonna sing my Bonnie with a guitar. Is that a fucking famous song? I don't know this. You've Never brought it up 50,000 times. Is it like a folk song? Yes, it is a folk song. What is Bonnie? Is it like a fucking thing? It's Scottish. Oh. Oh, they lie over the ocean. I was right the first yeah. time. It's a Scottish folk song that is popular in Western culture. I don't fucking know it. I my know Bonnie it. lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. My Bonnie sings, I ready for the thing called love. And it's all that matters to me. Uh, <laughs> Let's give something to talk about. <laughs> I love Bonnie Rain. I do too. Have I grew up listening to a lot of Bonnie Rain. <laughs> anyway, so we've got the love. Oh, Emma loves Kelly. Everyone has a crush on fucking Kelly. This is like the only thing they've done with the college years. They've made them so boring. They went to college and then they all end up living with a male roommate. And it's just like, who's interested in him now? They had a whole episode where like uh, uh, Anya. It's actually a good sign that I'm saying that I'm thinking more of the new characters than the old ones. But Mm -hmm. it's, it's Emma. They did a whole episode where Emma and Manny were like fighting over who gets Kelly. And then in this episode, Manny was like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, and let's be honest, there's actually some like really great moments in the C story too. Um, First off, there's like a 90s dance that Emma's going to skip because she feels bad because uh, Kelly and Gwyneth have just broken up. It's hilarious. It is. It is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And Liberty's like, come on, you're going to miss out on all like the sweatbands and resistance bands of this 90s dance night, which is 
I don't know. She was like, it's all boy um, bands. And weren't boy bands oh, the yeah. 2000s? Resistance bands. Boy bands yeah. and resistance bands. That's it. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but she was had a sweatband on, which was what threw me. Uh, also, like, way to utilize liberty. So then she hangs out with Kelly while they all go to the dance by sitting on the floor in the hallway of the dorms and he's like playing guitar and they're talking about climate change and Gwyneth walks by and you know, on the whole theme of like global warming should really be global climate crisis, which actually fucking prescient. True. Um, Emma just goes, wow, that was cold. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so bad. I love how keyed into like, um, causes emma is until the moment something like personal happens to emma and then she's like out of it immediately yeah she's mm-hmm. such a fucking like phony <laughs> it's amazing she's like yeah i totally believe in this but oh shit what <laughs> The so then she asked him to teach her to play My Bonnie, which I thought was My Body, which is not a song. Um, it is Your a song. It's just is not a, a song. Wonderland. John Mayer. You love, uh, you're a big John Mayer fan. Big John Yeah. Huge, I ran through the halls of the high school. I know you're a big fan of John Mayer. Not a fan of John Mayer, but sure. Um, you love him. You're a big fan of his work with the, with the Grateful Dead, right? You're a big fan. Oh, yeah. You know me. A huge Grateful Dead fan. <clears throat> you love when he tours with the dead. And does the Jerry yeah. Garcia parts. All I know about Kelly is that he's named Kelly. Yeah. Um, he has this. He, he has, yeah, he has one of those weird goatee spots that yeah. I'm not a fan of. <laughs> goatee spots. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. That's great. It's too small to be a soul patch. No, it's a it's just like a goatee spot. spot. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, hey, he plays guitar. A goatee he spot. plays guitar and he's into ultimate oh, frisbee. Oh, fuck him. Hey, you want to play some? Oh, he's fucking Matteo. Hey, sis, oh, you want to play some ultimate? <laughs> you would have been best friends with Matteo at college. Um, yeah, he's into ultimate. That's ultimate frisbee, I guess. Who did you ever know a human being who actually did that? No, me neither. I mean, I've heard, I've heard tell of it. But I think exactly <laughs> I the same thing. I think it's, play. I think it's not a real thing. It's like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Lies. It's fucking fake. It's just it's the bullshit. metaverse. It's like they're, we're going to convince fucking old people that these young dumb assholes play a game called mm-hmm. Ultimate Frisbee. What does that even mean? I it's hate Ultimate Frisbee. I hate what does that even mean? But I said it, so I got to own it. Mm-hmm. Some of the broomheads are like, I played it. It's this. God bless. I hope yeah. so. I hope I'm not being snowed. By all of so th- the other thing that I appreciate about this is that they go, um, they go on a date mm. and they go to an all night horror movie fest. But first, sh- first he said, we're roommates. We cannot be together. He's like lays mm-hmm. down the law. He's like, we are roommates. Nothing can happen between us. And she's like, but I'm not the only one feeling this. Right. And he's like, no. And she's, and they're like, okay, let's go on a date. So it literally goes from no chance, never to in one second okay we'll go on a date <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so now what you were saying i'm sorry to interrupt so they go on a date and it's a horror movie all night date and 
when they're coming back and they're like kind of flirting outside the door to the room that they share with two other people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to decide like, Oh, should he come in or not? But it's also his room. Um, Gwyneth comes by and she needs to talk with Kelly or she just opens her door and she lives next door or whatever. I don't, I didn't totally understand the concept. I didn't either. Um, I couldn't tell if it was her, his room that she was in. Yeah. I, was very I wasn't sure either. Um, so he's like, okay, let's get a coffee. Are you like, I'm going to go Emma. And then it's gone for eight hours Literally. <laughs> and like, and then he comes back and Manny's doing yoga is that seems to be all she does now that she's in school. Um, and, <laughs> and she's kind of like dog she went can't, home. you can't have everyone like you oh yeah emma was really upset so she goes home for the weekend because she's just like what am i supposed to do and it's like yeah you know when someone is just broken up with someone and then they go to talk to them for eight hours to continue and confirm that they're broken up you know of course it really upset emma and i liked manny in this situation and her kind of explaining like that you know just because he wants to be the nice guy doesn't mean he can always be the nice guy. In all fairness, Manny should be the MVD of this these episodes because mm-hmm. she's the f- always the fucking best. And that mm-hmm. moment when she was like, dude, you can't have everybody like you. And this time you picked the wrong person to like you. She's so smart. She's so fucking good at life. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not going to be the MVD because she's certainly not in it enough to warrant no. that. It's a two-parter. She's in two scenes. But, like, yeah. she has the best shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, It should be spoken about how neither of these people would ever go to an all-night horror movie no. thing, ever. And no. if it was a whole night, and now, what is it, the morning? And that's why yeah. she's there. And then you're up for another. That's a lot of time being awake. You're going to be so tired and you're just going to make bad decisions and it's, you probably shouldn't drive home. Like don't do any of that. Certainly go to, go to bed. Certainly. Um, so Emma goes home and she's curling up on the sofa with Rufus, the dog Mm -hmm. who's still alive. Good to see him in some continuity. Um, and he comes in and he plays guitar and plays my Bonnie. So we know what that is now. Yeah. My Bonnie right. Um, And then they're kind of having like a loving moment and Connor runs in because he lives there and he's like, apparently, apparently. Um, And he says he hates school dances. And so then Kelly and Emma, you know, as the montage of the dance and et cetera is going on, like try to kind of let Connor show them the bot that he had built and then also are making out when he's not looking. It was cute though. The whole thing was really nice. It was cute. It was cute. We saw me and hot Peter have a little dance together. We saw Derek. Mm -hmm. Did we? I don't know. I just made that up. I think I'm sure. No, I don't remember him. We saw Bruce the moose. We did see Bruce, Natty Zavitz, Bruce the moose, one of the great actors of our time. So it was pretty good all in all. This no was a huge blast. complaints. Uh, this mm-hmm. was a fun episode. It was about mm-hmm. love and relationships and not a lot of heavy stuff. It was just like all the stuff you like to see. And you got a lot mm-hmm. of characters, a big open net. You had some time with everybody. It made me mm-hmm. like some of the new characters more because I saw them in less serious context. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, sometimes everything's so serious that it's like too heavy to like parse. But this was like mm-hmm. fun. 
I had fun. It was whimsical. I laughed. Great mm-hmm. stuff. This is a mwah, bellissima pizza man. Rachel. Yes. When we talk about these episodes, we like to rank them on a scale of one to ten of how much every episode goes there. One, of course, because the tagline when it was on the end was the, it goes there, the show it goes there. Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. being it doesn't really go there very much. It's kind of like chill. Or a 10, which is like, holy shit, lots of stuff going on. That's crazy. Not just like lots of mm-hmm. stuff going on. Stuff that you don't see often. So, mm-hmm. Rach, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give episodes uh, 808 and 809, Lost in Love, on the go there, patented go there scale? It's hard to say. I don't really think it goes there very much. There wasn't really a whole lot of, there was no stakes. It was very, I mean, there weren't no stakes, but it was low stakes. And there definitely weren't prime cutlets. Um. (laughs) That came to me in the midst of doing that. It just hit you to call back Prime Cutlets yeah, from the last episode? It just hit me. It Prime Cutlets should be a t-shirt. <laughs> Prime Cutlets. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like <sighs> there was, it, it, is it, is it, it's a 10 and a 2. It's a steering wheel episode. That's what it is. You're right. The broomheads don't know wheel. I was miming a steering wheel in the video, in the Zoom video. So, what are you going with, a 2? I'm going with a 10 and a 2. Me too. This is a 10 and 2. This is a fucking banger of a 10 and 2. It mm-hmm. doesn't go there at all. There's no fucking stakes. And I love it. That makes me mm-hmm. happy. Sometimes I don't need stakes. I don't need heaviness in every episode. I don't need the world to be falling on every episode of the show. Sometimes I just need normal teenage drama and fucking high school drama and some... <sighs> kisses and love some kisses. love stuff I need some in. kisses it's a perfect 10 for entertainment and a 2 on the it's actually like more like a 10 and a 1 it doesn't go there at all I know I know but, I was just thinking about that I was like is not even a 2 but in keeping with the spirit of the steering wheel episode this mm-hmm. is by far the best most enjoyable episode of season 8 it's two episodes, so they're the best mm-hmm. two episodes of season eight by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Except for the T-bombs episode. Is that this season? When yes. Mia banged the T-bombs guy? That was yes, a pretty good that is the season. But that's mm-hmm. also like a big, sad, heavy-duty bones yeah. episode. This had nothing heavy, and sometimes you need that. Ten and a two, baby. Mm-hmm. Love this episode. Put it in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, you've said it before. And I totally agree. This show works better when you just because it's two episodes. It yeah, works. it's better when you can watch more together. I really, think really benefits from that. And then you might remember, you know, that guy's name is Blue. <laughs> oh, remember that other guy is KC. Yeah. KC, yeah. All right. Or that other guy who was on the football team whose name I already forgotten. I don't know who you're talking about. The the closeted gentleman mm-hmm. yeah i don't mm-hmm. know what his name is i remember him yeah but because we've barely like been introduced to him it's like oh yeah i already forgot your name i kind of don't remember who he was um having hot peter oh hot peter hot peter correct 
And Hot Peter was... See, Hot Peter had been progressing as a human even mm-hmm. before the last mm-hmm. episode that I liked him mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. God, I like that guy. <laughs> I love him. Here we are. Really Here we are. are. We like Hot Peter. Hot Peter. Um, so, Pat, this is a tough question. It really is. I don't know. I'm going to just... Th- I don't either. Um, uh, we like to highlight a person in each episode who really... Uh, stands out from the crowd and it's hard because this is a ensemble episode like i mean it's it's a big episode for a lot of different people because there's at least 17 stories going on at the same time too um i mean i know you probably want to go with barry cohen but if you can't go with barry cohen who would you choose for your most valuable Degrassian in this episode? Episodes, sorry, episodes 808 and 809, yeah. Lost in Love, Parts 1 and 2. When you say Barry Cohen, you mean the person Spinner's pretending to be, or are you talking about the yeah. Scottish Canadian? Oh, I'm talking about the person Spinner's pretending to be, because it's just Spinner's pretending to be someone. But I do, I did even, before you said that, I do want to shout out that uh, the Scottish Canadian, because he's very funny. And I really enjoyed him, and he really made me laugh. I I did like him a lot, too. I get to go first here, so I don't want to pontificate about all of the things I like about all of the characters. That would be unfair. Mm-hmm. That would be very mm-hmm. unfair of me to do that. I do. I am going to say this is not. I'm only going to pick one person who is not my MVD, but I want to talk about, and that's Toby Isaacs. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I have a question. Yes. Actually, I don't have a question because I know the answer because he says my alma mater, Degrassi. But if he did not say that, you could very honestly just think that Jake Goldsby was playing a completely different character. Because there's (laughs) no mention. There's no Mm -hmm. reason why it's happening. He's just there. Fucking Mm -hmm. emceeing this thing. All right. Let's get down to brass tacks. Um. This is one of those episodes where you're going to pick someone who doesn't do everything right, Mm -hmm. but who ultimately sort of like, I feel like it's down to two people and Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick one of those people Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's the right answer, but I'm going to pick it anyway and I'm going to pick Paula Brancati. I'm going with Jane. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that she has the most growth I sort of don't mm-hmm. love that she thanks Spinner at the fucking dance, kind of. Bums me out a little <sighs> bit. I certainly don't love that she thinks the Shep, but I do like that she rethinks that at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like Paula and uh, Spinner's storyline. To me, it's one of those two. And I, I fucking. But it's also like neither one of them is like. No, I agree. Great. When you think about it, I agree. And then everyone else in every other story is like whatever. But like I know we should we should spend a minute with, uh, Jake Goldsby and Jimmy Brooks because they are leaving us. Is this Jake Goldsby's last? I thought I thought we already had Jake Goldsby's last. I thought we celebrated Jake Goldsby's last already. Did. I thought we no, did. he did not die in the. No, last I know, season. no, no, no. You know what I mean. I thought we talked about how we were never going to mm-hmm. see him again. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Paula Brancati. I'm just going to dig my heels yeah. in and say, I just enjoy her. She was fun to in this episode. She gave a speech and uh, yeah, she. I don't know. 
I just like her. I also feel like the way that they did this A story, it's almost more of like spinner story than Paul Rancati's it's story. It's totally spinner story. Yeah. It's um, spinner story. But also it's like, oh, I like we all, we love spinner, but like here's another thing that spinner does wrong and like doesn't seem to like know how to fix. Totally. And yet it gets fixed for him because of other people. Totally. And he lies for no reason. Again, just tell her the truth right away. Just oh say, whoa, whoa, which whoa, is wait. why I can't choose him. It's annoying that he lies. Um, and I mean, if I would go by like my virtuous way, like obviously like Manny was probably the best person. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. Um, but I, you know what? I'm not going to pick Jane or Spinner. You know who I am going to pick? There is a person who I think is also in contention. I'm picking Allie. That was who it was. Yeah. Perfect. Um, because I loved when she like squealed when Johnny DeMarco kissed her. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I, I don't want to go back, but I think I want to pick Allie too. Yeah, I understand. It's really hard. This is like, it's very much an ensemble episode. It's like everyone is really important in it. Not, I mean, not completely, but you know, there's, there's so many people, but nothing great happens to some of the main ones. So. There's something so great in the squeal when he kisses her that is so mm-hmm. like charming. That's mm-hmm. so fucking charming. Yes. And then there's also her having the best line of the episode, which is like, "Well, I'm going to the dance and I'm going to look super hot, so you're going to be pissed if you if this." I'm I'm <laughs> paraphrasing. Yeah. She says, "I'm going to look hot" or something, and that's great. I love her just like getting in there and owning mm-hmm. everything, and she's like, "Dude." Who cares? She's mm-hmm. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna change my vote if that's okay. Is that allowed? That's fine. All that's right. Fine. I'm gonna also go with Allie. That's such a better mm-hmm. answer. You're right. It's Allie. Yeah. I mean, who the person who actually had the best line in the whole episode was the chef when he said, you know, talked about them participating in bot wars. So don't mock them. <laughs> yeah, don't mock them. But I hate the ship. I'll never pick the mm-hmm. ship to be. Mm-mm. Although you never know. I said you the never same know thing about hot Peter. You never know. What a time to be alive. Two-parter. We're back to doing this every week. This is a great... This is this is the time to jump on the Patreon, right, Rach? Oh, yes, yes. If you have not joined us already, you can find us on patreon.com slash deep. We do a bonus episode every month. If you pay a little bit extra, we do a Google Hangout. Um, we're coming up with some fun plans for the holiday season. We'll get into our special holiday bonus episodes, and we've got a special thing going for the $10 level of Patreon that we're going to talk about soon. Google on Hangouts. The Google Hangouts, man. Those are the best. We have so much fun. That's where it's at. That's where we laugh. Mm-hmm. We make, we've made – I'm serious about this. This is not like – I'm not saying this is like a bit – I feel like we've made like very genuine connections and actual friendships in mm-hmm. those uh, in those uh, Zoom uh, Zoom we do them on Zoom we do them on Zoom we do them on Zoom those Zoom calls they're the best I look forward Zoom, to Zoom, them Zoom. I look so forward to them every month they're such a fun time mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and yeah you should do, you should get on that it's very fun yeah so if you don't join the Patreon you should join the Facebook group. The Dope Monkeys and Broomheads. At the um, very least. 
Facebook group. It has a much longer name than that, but if you search for that, you should be able to find it because who else talks about dope monkeys and broomheads in the same sentence? I mean, I don't want to jinx myself, but there probably is someone else out there. Mm. Um, but it is a fun Facebook group. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. We have a Facebook page. We post when we post an episode. Um, it's it's Deem podcast and uh you can write us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com and pat might write you back in six months hey also something we've been, not been talking about a lot is rate review and subscribe i mean oh yes re- we haven't had some uh, reviews in a while reviews go a long way if you're new to the show and you're into it and you're having fun Give us a review. Throw them five stars. Don't do some fucking like half-ass three-star shit. Go five stars. If you've been listening for a while and you didn't do a review, that's totally fine. No worries. Do it now, mm-hmm. though. That will be fun. Great time. Mm-hmm. And we're approaching the holiday season. And if you've been in, if you've been a fan of the show for the last couple of years, you know the holiday season is mm-hmm. when we really turn it up. Santa Claus shows up. It's mm-hmm. a time. Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's ever shown up, but he's going to show up this year. I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and before we forget, we have someone new to welcome into the room. Uh, I was uh, supposed to not to be here today because of the video, because of my reel, but I am the character, not the actor. So please, who am I welcoming into the room today? It's Renee. Oh, Renee. Also oh. not Renezme, Renee. <laughs> oh, this is so funny you said that because of the other day. I was at the, actually not the other day, but a few weeks ago I was at a pumpkin patch for the holiday for the Halloween season, and uh-huh. I heard the woman yell after her child, and she called her child. She said, "Rendezme," and they said, "Oh my goodness, this is a person who named her child after the baby in Twilight." <laughs> and I was like, "That is amazing because that is not the real name. No one had that name until the Twilight." And that was a nope. real person in New Jersey who yelled after her child and called her Renesme. But your name is Renee, and I am so happy to welcome you into the room. You're going to get the audio and a video and a whole lot of time. It is a good, good time. Thank you so much. We'll put a sock <laughs> on a door. That's a dead true story. That's amazing. She was like, Renesme. And I was, Renesme, you know, like a fucking New Jersey accent. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> There's no question. Like, obviously, there's no oh world that you are I not named after the Twilight Baby. I love it. <laughs> all right, broomheads, dope monkeys, et al. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Yeah. We're going to do this every week again. Thank you so much, as always. We love you to death. We do. Hope your Halloween was great. Mm-hmm. Sorry October's over. Get excited <sighs> for the other holidays. Yeah. Veterans Day, yeah. It's a good one. Thursday, next week. Mm-hmm. Next week. I'm getting my crown on Ooh. Veterans Day. It's They're been final. a while. It's been a while. It's a three-step <laughs> process. I had the oh, root geez. canal. Then I had like the second fucking thing they do, which was mm-hmm. annoying as hell. And then they put the crown on. So here we go. I hope it's wonderful. It's going to be great. Bye, broomheads. We love you. Bye.